This is Bird Call Review. I'm Michael Chan. I'm Jeremy. Jan, we're we're in a bush. We've got our binoculars out. We're in we're in the Amazon. What kind of bush? Amazonian. What kind of bush am I in? A green, full one. Fertile bush. Fertile. And we and we spot this bird. The Amazonian grosbeak is a peculiar bird from the Okavango Delta. In the summer... <laughs> is that a pretty good David Attenborough? That's a really good David Attenborough. In the summer... He's so good. I could listen to him reading the dictionary and mm. put me to, right to sleep. I wonder if they have a product like that. David Attenborough reads the reads, dictionary. Yeah, David Attenborough reads the phone book. So, so this bird call sounds kind of like a bird cat call. Um, it's kind of really? whistling out. Oh, like... Hey, baby. Ooh, I see. A what bird cat call. Bird this cat is a crossover call. episode. I like this. <laughs> From our show, Cat Call Look Review. At this. Look at this thing, though. It's super bright blue, like reflective blue. Man. Dang. Okay, I have a serious question about birds. Like, isn't it an evolutionary disadvantage to be super bright colored in like a dark jungle? I guess well, for mating, they're like, hey, look how bright and, and healthy yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess if you want to live long... Yes. Yeah. If you want to stick your dick in more birds, then yeah, you got to be bright. You got to stand. You got to literally stand out. Be like, watch this, ladies. Hey, look, look what, what I, I got. Look what I got. Peacock feathers popping out. Yeah. And I guess there's nothing really hunting birds, right? I mean, mm. I, I know there's some things like a snake other birds? or a s- snake. Ooh, other birds. Yeah. Pterodactyl. Yeah. 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 So, well, so what's it? your what's your score on this one? Five. I like that. Five. Yeah. It's it's good. It's got some character. A little repetitive. I mean, they're all kind of repetitive, but. I like the idea that it's. I mean, all bird, all bird calls are cat calls, I suppose. That's what they. Yeah. <laughs> that I Why do they call them cat calls instead of bird calls? Then cats don't call. Oh yeah, and people call like birds. Like these birds we're talking. Isn't that an old timey language for like? Yeah, I mean, for, but like, like women. Yeah, so right? I mean, these bird songs are for, are for attracting a mate. Yeah. So I'm concerned that my brain only works in the communication department when I'm angry. It becomes really hard for me to say things when I'm not like just oh. in that like fiery popping off kind of yes. zone. So so you'll say something. You'll, okay, you'll say you'll be in a meeting with people. You'll say something. You're like, oh, you know, like da, 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 and and they and they like go back and forth with you, and you like get really frustrated that you they're not understanding. And then so at the moment of frustration, you're like, it's just like, and then you say the thing super clearly, and yeah, and concisely, really clearly, very strongly. Yeah. Like it just it comes out really well. Yeah, but like angry. But I feel like I've trained my brain to only work well in communication. When I'm angry, and the rest of the time is just like, um, like you know, uh, it's kind of like a because yeah, you're not second guessing, you know, you're not you're not trying to think of how does this sound. It's this whole like meta analyzing we have to do. It's like the brain thinks of the words, they start to reach the mouth, and then we have a QA department of a different right. part of and the brain. QA department is like, I gotta ship something, so I'm gonna ship some ums, some yeah, likes, some ums, some likes, some to whatever. Buy a little time to finish. I don't know. Yeah, to finish all the run through all the tests and be like, be like, you know, oh doesn't hurt their feelings, doesn't belittle, you know, or whatever. I don't like it. Yeah. And being angry 
it's kind of like being drunk in the sense of like your 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 faculties aren't all firing off and they're not your QA department is basically shut down for yeah, a yeah, yeah yeah after and hours they've like, gone home this is what they actually think yeah so we were just talking earlier about uh, Mel Gibson. So mm-hmm. Mel Gibson has a QA department, and he's like, "No, no. When I'm on, you know, when I'm on stage, um, talking to people or whatever, um, I'm saying like, oh no, the Passion of the Christ had nothing to do with Jews and da 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 da, right? But when he's stumbling drunk on like road down Rodeo Drive or whatever, <laughs> he's like, he's like, it's Jews and the You're like, whoa, Mel. <laughs> like his QA department is just like." Wait, what happened last night? They're on summer break. Yeah. Yeah. Man, dude. I was reminded of that guy because I, I saw... Um, I saw... Apocalypto? No, I no, I saw... Um, move. So I'm from Riverside, California, mm. and he that's where his like huge church is. Wait, his Harvest, church? Har- his huge church. Like, oh, what's his church? Oh, sorry. I didn't... Man, my brain is really skipping ahead. There's this guy named Greg Laurie, who's the pastor yeah, of... Yeah, Greg Laurie. Oh, Greg Laurie. Okay. I know Greg Laurie. Okay. I mean, I don't know Greg Laurie. Yeah. I know um, of Greg Laurie. Anyway, and and he went to the president's, um, like, white the White House met again with a bunch of evangelical oh, leaders. okay. So, Great. Dr. Dobson, like, um, Samaritan's Purse people, like, just all these, you know, baby boomer evangelical sure. leaders, right? And uh, anyway, and um, I saw Greg Laurie's list on there. And I was like, or name on there. And I was like, oh man, like, I didn't know he, I don't know he was part of that crew. I didn't think that Harvest was really that big of a church. I guess it's pretty big. I guess then they do the Crusades, the Harvest Crusades. By the way, oh, update yeah. that name. <laughs> like, it's always been a little bit awkward, but maybe don't <laughs> shout out to the Crusades. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, and, and he was part of that group, and so I, I just uh, popped just on popped hairs. onto his Twitter Twitter account, and he was like, "Oh, it's so nice to meet, meet the president, and and you know, thank you, Melania, for you know doing it." I was like, "Man, he's really like he's really all up in there, isn't he?" And then I saw like a few a few kind of tweets down, like he had like Mel Gibson on stage at the thing, and I'm like, "Wow, you had Mel Gibson on like even after <laughs> all the stuff that he's done, <laughs> like and said, you're like." You had him on stage at your church? Cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> cool. Well, hey, you know, maybe go to brunch with Melania and Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Awesome. Melania. I think her um, phrase, her want, phrase right? for this bully thing is be best. Yeah. I love be these best. trite things because it reminds me of like... Um, be best. <laughs> it reminds me of um, just say no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sort of like I mean you love trite sayings in general. Oh, man. It's like, it's like the complex network of like... Of like, like you know, drugs in America and sort of poverty and sort of, you know, generations down from slavery and all the things that go into like race and drugs and everything, right? Hash, be best. Yeah. And you got someone like, just say no. It's like, it's like they ask an old lady to like, like, what do you think about like the prison systems and drugs and da da da? What about all those drugs? And she's like, and cartels and the socio political, economic, like da da. Just tell them to say no. <laughs> Melania's like just um I don't know be be, be best. best. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks Milan. Oh, be best. So driving to work today, um I I found myself behind a really decked out PT Cruiser, which I I love. It's like the PT Cruiser? Well, I don't love it. I mean, I hate it. It's the ugliest car. It's basically a big nose on wheels, but mm. like I love that there's a sector a, gr- a group of people that are like, "I love. Screw you, man. I love my PT Cruiser." 
you know? Yeah. And it has like, he had like chrome wheels and like it had pinstriping, but it had custom Ooh. pinstriping in the back. So you've seen this, the, it like kind of has, it's like a, it's like a little sign and it always kind of has forward momentum. So it always is kind of drawn from, from the top kind of down to okay. kind of like a squid looking sort of thing. Okay. You, okay. you know what I'm talking about? Sure. You've seen this cars yeah. like it'd be on the hood or in the back. So it had this. So they really had custom pinstriping on their purple PT Cruiser, you know, like, okay, cool. Awesome. Purple, no less. You do you. Um, but it, was remi- it reminded me of another time I saw some custom pinstripes. Uh, they were on a Harley. And so it was on the rear fender, on the rear wheel fender. Okay. And they had, this person had custom pinstripes. And it was like that sort of same sort of squid shape, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the pinstriping artists had decided... You know, because on a car, you can kind of go down from that and then you can go around the side, kind of bring it more laterally. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yep. But on a motorcycle fender, there's no room for that. So they're, I'm sure they got to the end of it at the bottom. Like, what do I do? And they sort of, so they flared out. So what they decided to do was tuck back in and huh. kind of bring it up the middle again, but on both sides. So imagine this shape in your head. Okay, okay. It starts at the top. Yep. It kind of goes down you might say shaft-like, and then sort of flares out. <laughs> flares out and, and then circles back. circles back in. And there are multiple mm-hmm. lines like following this flow, reinforcing <laughs> this shape. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so as I'm walking up to this motorcycle, I'm walking with a friend, and we're walking by, and I look down, and right as I start to like hold out <laughs> my hand to be like, <laughs> she goes, she goes, there's dick on that motorcycle. <laughs> And I just lost my shit because I was like, it, I mean, any person walking by is like, whoa, there's a dick on that Harley, which is hilarious to me because I'm sure it has some Harley dude in like leather. You might say leather daddy. I don't know. um, Sort of in the car and then right aiming right behind him in his big manly motorcycle. Right up at his chair. Right into the rear is, uh, is this lovely pinstripe shape. Uh, a more phallic thing I have not seen. <laughs> I was like, that is a straight up mural of a dick on your Harley. <laughs> Which I, I just love. I just, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Oh, I nice, nice bike, man. Yeah. Got the custom pinstripes. <laughs> cool. Are you happy with it? Or are you going to have them redo it? Or No, no. Why? Uh, no. Nothing. No, no reason. Nothing. Nothing. You know, that's a classy move, though. I I was recently giving a talk, and someone came up to me afterwards, and they're like, hey, man, I loved your talk. Are you going to be, like, doing this at other places? And I was like, yeah, actually, I'm going to be doing it two more times. And he's like, okay, cool. You spelled tenet wrong. Oh. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's a classy move. You yeah. know, just let it yeah. slide. If Like, if I'm not doing this again, just let it slide. Like, I don't need to know. Like, yeah. Good work, man. Good on he you. He was clearly doing it for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I loved it. I loved it. So I have a confession, though. Um, did you know that we owned a PT Cruiser? What? Yeah. Candy Apple Red PT have Cruiser. Have we ever talked about this? I don't think we have. How did you How did you come to own a PT Cruiser? Well, I married into it. Nellie okay. owned it. Okay. Before we got married. How did she? But come I to own paid it, it off. You paid money for a PT Cruiser? I paid... A, Chrys- a Chrysler? A Chrysler. I Chrysler. paid at least $8,000 to finish paying off this uh, Chrysler wow. PT Cruiser. Wow. Yeah. Dude, how did that car become the billboard car? 
I see more of those cars with custom paint jobs advertising oh, okay. a business I than think any other. I, I think a few things. One, it it's its shape is like it has like it flat like sides. It looks like a round sort of nose-shaped billboard. Uh-huh. And then I think also there's a bunch of them in circulation because there are some taxi companies that started to use them as fleet vehicles. Uh, so there's just a bunch of them in the used car market, you know? Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, so those I can, I can, exp- I feel like I can, I'm like, oh, you know, a hastily painted black PT Cruiser used to be a taxi or something, right? Sure. But it's the ones with the like custom pinstriping and the chrome wheels. There, have you seen the ones with this wood paneling? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like, well, it's like a, the faux wood. Paneling, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. They're like it's like a Woody. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's that's what it was designed after, though, right? I mean, like the original yeah, one yeah, was supposed yeah, yeah, to be yeah. kind of like a, a kind of boat shaped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Putting wood on your car. That's cool. <laughs> and they were typically beach cars, too. Were they? I think so. Oh. Like, you, you see them a lot, like, with surfboards on the on the rack and at the beach. Yeah. At least in the classic pictures of what a Woody is. Can you imagine if you were, like, into super, like, Woody car, like, old man Hawaiian shirt, like, restoration, you know, hula, hula dolls yeah, on the yeah, dashboard. Yeah, yeah. Like, is it, those groups, it's, uh, definitely, I've seen their meetups in, like, Del Mar and oh. stuff. Um, can you imagine if you rolled up in your fake wood panel PT Cruiser? You're like, hey, boss, any room for one more? Like, <laughs> your Costco would, Hawaiian yeah. shirt. It would be like one of those Can Am um, guys on the on like the tricycles, like the tricycles pulling up to like a group motorcycle ride. Like, hey, yeah. guys. You're like, um, ugh. Uh. Yeah. You're either one wheel too short or one wheel too many. <laughs> nice tricycle. They like to say trike. But Trike. I like to reinforce that it's a tricycle. <laughs> you know what I do? Um, so a lot of motorcycles don't. Um, motor, other motorcyclists don't do the peace sign. Don't do the motorcycle sign. Yeah, you yeah. Know, to to the guys on trikes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do it because I think why not? Right? I'm not out here to like ruin someone's day or like make them feel bad about their thing. But I do three. <laughs> Just to, <laughs> for my own my own entertainment because it's like three wheels. Like like I'm on two. You're on three. Here's the, here's a three. Is it? It's an extra weird little thing, just like their motorcycle. I'm doing. Are you, are I'm doing. This will come back to you one day. You'll see someone on a trike, and they'll flash you a three. Flash you a three, like, hey, what up? I'm like, oh, <laughs> it caught on. <laughs> Be awesome. It's true. I um, I was always kind of shocked anytime someone on a motorcycle kind of flashed me a. Oh, in, on the on rascal scooter, yeah. I love that little thing, man. <laughs> like most of the time, no, not going to happen. But every once in a while, someone would just be particularly pay. gracious and yeah. flash me. What a too. great product name! Like, yeah, you rascal. Oh, no, it's a ruckus. Ruckus, ruck. Oh, that's okay. I knew when I heard their name first. I was like, that is the perfect name for that thing. Cause yeah. a ruckus. The ruckus is it's it's a great so name. cool. Yeah. What's the other one that they have? One that's a little bit bigger. It's like 150 cc's. Uh huh. The um, ah, uh, Grom. Grom, yeah, that is it. The Honda that, Grom. That's like a that's like a regular looking motorcycle, but, but like shrunk tiny. down. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. a one third scale motorcycle. <laughs> they look so cool because they, they look, look obviously so silly. Like you're not. Hey, hey, it's a normal looking motorcycle, but itty bitty bitty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. I would. I would absolutely buy one of those. Yeah. I love that thing. I've seen people with campers, like, um, you know, that, that are kind of camping along the like, beach and along hi- the highway or whatever. And, like, they have those things that uh, on the back, like, on the hitch, like, yeah. on the rear hitch. They yeah, just yeah, put yeah. them up there. But I love that because it's like, you don't even need to ride that thing up. I'm pretty sure you could just muscle it up, you <laughs> totally. know? I mean, absolutely. maybe it weighs 200 pounds, maybe. But, but two you, people could you do it. You and a friend Easy. could, like, yeah. grab the back and you'd chuck it in the back of your truck or whatever. <laughs> 
<laughs> but people don't you can go on freeways in those with those yeah. things. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And it has there's something very cool about it because seeing that much detail, like because it has the the brass um, mm. pistons or whatever, yeah. Um, and seeing that much detail in something so small, yeah, it yeah. makes it feel really special in a weird way. Yeah, right. Yeah, like you didn't get this because you cheaped out. No, you it's got like this because it's like a five thousand dollar half yeah. size bike. Yeah, I mean you have to register it like at the DMV, yes, yeah. right? You get a teeny tiny pink slip. <laughs> 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 the teeny tiny keys. <laughs> uh. That is one thing that kind of throws off the illusion is you have to have a full size license plate. Yeah. You should have smaller license yeah. plates for that. <laughs> um Okay, I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn around my phone to you because I keep notes about stuff that I might want to talk about here at Burkhardt Review. I wrote this. All, I pulled over and I wrote this all down. What the with hell? my thumb? Thumbs. That's a lot. I, I pulled over my car because I was like, I have to remember to ask Chan about this. Okay. okay. So should I just read verbatim what I wrote? Please. Okay. Whew. There's a couple in my neighborhood that goes for a walk every morning. She is always mid-sentence with her arms, waving very excitedly while she talks. He is looking straight ahead and has Apple earbuds on. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Is he playing music and she's pretending like he's not? Or is he optimistically putting them on every morning thinking that we'll just have a quiet walk? I have a feeling they're either on the verge of a divorce or have been married for 30 years. Mm, so they've just figured out that, like, hey, I just need a quiet walk. And she's like, I just need to talk to somebody. Yeah. And that's their I don't. I don't care if you listen. And he's yeah. like, well, I'm not. And they're like, great, let's go. You know, it's amazing how much of marriage is like that. <laughs> that's, that's, I was like, I, I was like, I have a feeling about what this is, but I, I feel like my feelings probably different than somebody that's married. Because how old are they? Older, like not, not sorry, they're not really old. If they were really old, I'd be like, okay, this is clearly the rhythm. That, but so they like are, 50s? they're probably forties, mid forties, maybe. I don't know. So and so the so they're the AirPods. They're the AirPods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can, I mean, you can fully see them from the street. Now, I had a, I had a, a very big. Um, I was, I was describing this to somebody else, and they said, uh, "Do you see them on the same side of the street every time?" I said, "Yes." Hmm. So they're like, "You don't know if he has both of them in." Uh, uh. And I was like, "Oh, could that could mean one or two of two things? One." He has one. He took it out for a second while she talked. But I see them all the time, yeah, that's and weird. she's like always the coincidence talking. that you would see them in that split second where all the time, yeah, yeah. she's emphatically telling some, him something with one ear out, right, right, and he's not holding it in his hand. Yeah. So, so, so uh, another theory that somebody had was maybe you're only seeing both the sides of their head. So she also has one in too. They're sharing the earbuds. Oh, and and what's she doing again? She's just gesticulating she's wildly. She's talking. She's just like. She's just talking and 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 like very animated, and but he's looking ahead. <laughs> he's looking very much straight ahead and not nodding, what not if, anything. What if they have a spoken word band, and <laughs> she's rehearsing, and he's making sure that the production is right, that all the rhythms uh -huh, are hitting uh -huh. right, and yeah, and she's just kind of practicing yeah. her spoken word. She's getting into it. She's got her hands going. Okay, yeah. Ooh, what if they're listening to an audio book, but he's deaf and she's signing. <laughs> Wait, why? That, 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 that doesn't he, work. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. work. It doesn't work. Oh, mm. Like, I just need to keep yeah. this one in my ear because, you know, and it doesn't it was, work. It's just, it's so, it's, it's, 
I don't know whether it's the best compromise or if this is severely dysfunctional. And he's like, he's about to load a gun or something like that. Right. Or she's about to, too. Like you didn't even listen to me the whole time you had your music on. Yeah. You know, one of them is about to like tip, you know, it's something that I'm, I'm eager to discover in the next <laughs> 10 to 12 years. Yeah. Cause you, you see it, you see it in cars too. Yeah, but it's it's so like I love Lucy. Like she talks while he has the paper up, you know, and yeah. it's like, uh huh, yeah, honey, yeah, honey. I was like, ugh, it gives me a gross feeling, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely could be flipped, right? It could be him talking to her. She's like, I just want to go jogging. Like, <laughs> ugh, they're I, jogging. I, or I actually, walking? they're walking, but they're briskly walking. They're doing exercise walking. Um, I never do that. I just politely decline now. So even when I have seasons where I'm really in the habit of jogging, mm -hmm. uh, people that are like, oh, I love jogging. I'm like, cool. They're like, you go in the morning? I'm like, yeah, I go in the morning. My Literally, my next door neighbor is like this. She's mm -hmm. like, she lost a bunch of weight. She's like, I love doing it. Let's go. And I was like, oh, um, yeah, no, I don't jog with people. <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean? I was like, I just don't think it's a group thing. I think it's yeah. like going to see a movie. It doesn't, I know people do it in groups, but I don't, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. I've turned down several like running groups. Yeah. And I I very clearly say, hey, us running together is us starting together and we'll get something to eat afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. this isn't you're like, not gonna be the same pace. Like like no. someone's gonna be holding back for the other person. Always. Yeah. Always. And someone's gonna try to talk. Only the only time I, I think we actually have discussed this on this show, <laughs> but I think the only time is is when one person is obviously in a mentorship role in the exercise department. Oh, I see. Okay. Right? And it's yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. like, hey, I'm getting you to go jogging. I'm getting you to yeah, go jogging. Yeah. We're going to go. I'm yeah. going to get you up to a certain pace. Like, I'm yeah. going to keep pushing you a little bit, giving you encouragement. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. But the idea that, yeah. like, we just jog together and magically find this this balance of steps that works for both of us. And we're both talking because we're both equally out of breath. Like, no, no, no way. No, no way. And the, we don't like randomly get competitive like halfway through and start yeah. trying to beat each other. There are two identical twins that uh, that jog uh, up and down the the, the beach, mm -hmm. um, and they're both like six foot tall uh, dudes that are like surfer surfer guys with like these geometric like like tattoos all over them. Oh, and, like these ripped, um, tall like kind of Brazilian looking dudes that have like dreads, hmm. and they're identical twins. So it's so crazy because. It's North County, San Diego, um, and everybody just kind of looks like a bunch of white people going up and down, right? Yeah. And then, and then you have these two tall, like non-white, dreaded out dudes that are running so much faster than all the other fatties, like on the on the thing. They are like they're and they're not even they're not talking. They're just zen out, just and just keeping pace, and they are never walking. They are they're and they're like very politely like going around like other groups of runners in their like Nike stuff, and they always have board shorts on and like old shoes, and that's it. And they just book it, and you're like, dang, <laughs> like it's pretty awesome. The dream. I do wish that I could run with any degree of swiftness because yeah. it looks, it looks enjoyable. Like for people who are doing it right. Yeah. yeah. Get that good runner's high. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was realizing the other day that I have a very bizarre upbringing. Mm -hmm. I think I mentioned this in, in our last show that I was putting it together that I am like a first generation American, at least on yeah. like my dad's yeah. tree. And so I was realizing that 
just ungrateful, don't care about your family. <laughs> yeah, no, that too. Very like master of none situation <laughs> happening there. Um, no, but I was, I was realizing that I have some very bizarre like things. So I was like homeschooled, yeah, um, which kind of meant that I went to work with my dad. Yeah. And just kind of this explains I, a lot. <laughs> so we had a he had a dry cleaner because okay. you know he's a Chinese immigrant. You started a dry cleaner, mm-hmm. and uh, and so one of the things is I would I would have to tag things. You know, tag yeah, things yeah. with, the, with yeah. the tags. I, have I told have, have I, I talked think so. about this I don't on the show? So. No, maybe not. Okay, I had to tag things, and then um, I also had to kind of like hang things in the plastic bags, like uh-huh. hang some shirts and uh-huh. and clothes and stuff. Um, but it was really interesting, like realizing that I think a lot of my thoughts about racial relationships yeah. were formed in that because, like, Chinese people are racist as hell. <laughs> like, the most racist people are Chinese people. We're just quieter about it. That's interesting, Michael Chan. I just want to <laughs> remind. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> yes, Michael Chan. Um, but we had we had like a, a really crazy mix of like different t- cultures yeah, yeah, of yeah. people, yeah. and like everyone gave each other shit all the time, yeah, about yeah. their like their cultures and yeah. <laughs> how awkward yeah. they were. But like they really loved each other, and we we're just kind of like doing this thing together. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that it wasn't until like well, it's like it, lovingly reinforcing the things that make you you when. Other people, when you're out alone in the world as an you know as an immigrant, you're not being recognized as you don't people don't recognize these cultural things that you have, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like being able to make fun of them and be like, oh yeah, so you know about that, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. And it's like it's super fun because it just it didn't feel like mean or angry yeah. or whatever. It yeah. felt like like feeling known, I guess. And I, I think that that's I've been thinking a lot about how that is something that we miss a lot is that idea of like, no, I don't want you to be colorblind. I want you to see like, I want you to see the color. Oh yeah. And like, we need to have like, we need to have fun with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I was thinking about this because someone was saying, someone was having this first time experience of like having a pork, like, like a full pig, like at a luau or something like that. And they were just taking chunks out of it at their back, out of the back of it. And so, yeah, it was like so crazy. Like this thing still had the head on it. And I was realizing Man, growing up, like everything that I ate still had the head on it. Like yeah. fish, <laughs> big pigs, chickens, turkeys, like everything still had the head on it. Um, and so I've just been realizing like what a weird kind of experience yeah. that I had yeah. growing up. Or maybe not weird, but non-standard until I started having these conversations about like, can you, imagine, can you believe it still it has a face? Oh, yeah. oh, gross. Yeah. My my dad used to cook with like uh, he he used to make these soups mm-hmm. with the with duck feet yeah <laughs> or okay. chicken chicken feet yeah and he just he'd he'd have a bunch of them they're just hanging over the oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> oh Ooh. anyway I was just I was just thinking about that because you know we have we have so many like cultural things going on right now yeah which is. I mean, it's just, you know, about that one specifically, it was so funny because if you think, if you think of like the whitest white thing, it's like people in like, you know, in Maine, like cracking open lobsters, (laughs) you know, and and eating lobsters and right. You're like, and you're like, well, that's equally as gross, right? You're taking a sea bug, like like a big sea cockroach and you're like 
cracking its cracking its body apart with your bare hands <laughs> and like scooping out the green crap to get to, it's like but that's, that's, that's just as gross in New England yeah right right yeah yeah the older I get the more I'm like you know it's all just I had a discussion yesterday with somebody about like cursing and they were like I'm really trying to not curse as much and I was like why 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 and they're like well you know because it's just not, not not very like becoming I was like okay let's <laughs> Let's break this down a little bit, you know, or like, and first not, of all, what does becoming not, mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, so I tried to kind of like relay in a way where I was like, Hey, like at some point I said some, or I had got a new conversation about taboo words yeah. and about what and why things are taboo. Right. And they were like, Hey, this is, this is actually more about like social status and people talking, using the words that their parents used and what kind of jobs their parents mm. had and stuff like that. And so we got into this conversation and it was just, it was just interesting. Cause it was like, you know, I remember that being a really new idea to me. Like, Oh, like, and then I kind of saw the allure that like, what oh, no, I, we don't speak like the peasants. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We, it, we use the Queens. English. We don't. Yes. Right. We don't say those words. Well, why does so-and-so and their mommy use that word? Well, well, they, cause they're that, poor. That's honey. okay for them, <laughs> but we don't shop at Walmart. We shop at target, you know, like it's just like, well, why? You know? So I don't know. And, and also it sheds light on, like why why we had this phase in the like the 90s and maybe they're probably still in this phase i don't know but like pastors for a long time were like yeah so i was like i'm gonna love the shit out of this guy and the whole congregation go like pastor said shit you're like yeah i guess and but the allure of that is like you've been planning it for a month yeah right right he's like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it tonight I'm i'm gonna say it. i'm gonna say it at the service at the church service at the contemporary service. I don't think the olds are ready for that. I don't know. I don't have ENTs standing by. <laughs> he said damn. Like, <laughs> so bad. I wanted to read a, a little thing to you that I, I read. I, it's this article. I'm going to send it to you after time. <laughs> we can talk about it maybe next time. Perfect. But show notes? The opening. Are we going to have show notes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. So I'll just read, like, it's just the first couple paragraphs. It was really, I mean, I read the rest of the article later, but this first couple paragraphs i was thinking about just for like hey it's jeremy uh i didn't do such a great job reading this when we actually recorded so i'll try to do a little bit better now in chesterton's the secret of father brown a beloved nobleman who murdered his good-for-nothing brother in a duel 30 years ago returns to his hometown racked by guilt all the townspeople want to forgive him immediately and they mock the titular priest for only being willing to give a measured forgiveness conditional on penance and self-reflection. They lecture the priest on the values of charity and compassion. Later, it comes out that the beloved nobleman did not, in fact, kill his good-for-nothing brother. The good-for-nothing brother killed the beloved nobleman and stole his identity. Now, the townspeople want to see him lynched or burned alive, and it's only the priest who consistently offers a measured forgiveness conditional on penance and self-reflection. The priest tells them, It seems to me that you only pardon the sins that you don't really think sinful. You only forgive criminals when they commit what you don't regard as crimes, but rather as conventions. You forgive a conventional duel just as you forgive a conventional divorce. You forgive because there isn't anything to be forgiven. He further notes that this is why the townspeople can self-righteously consider themselves more compassionate and forgiving than he is. 
Actual forgiveness, the kind the priest needs to cultivate to forgive evildoers, is really, really hard. The fake forgiveness the townspeople use to forgive the people they like is really easy. So they get to boast not only of their forgiving nature, but of how much nicer they are than those mean old priests who find it who find forgiveness difficult and want penance along with it. Okay. That murdered me for like a few weeks. Right. That hits you. It does hit you. It's like a habanero. I think I think I thought of that just now because it's like the older I get, the more I think like things are really tricky and that you, you can't take them on face value and you know, I don't know, cooking something with a face on it in a dish is like what we think about that is just like only a hundred percent culturally like mm. um you know from where we're where we're coming from. And I but all the way down to like how you think about forgiveness and Yes criminals or whatever is like less about the law and what you actually think is good, Mm -hmm. good or bad. This is something that is very hard. We're going to, we're going to go deep right now. Okay. (laughs) This is is something very hard about being a Christian right now. I wasn't going to go into it, but there's an obvious, (laughs) obviously it's been on my brain thinking about like, Oh, Mel Gibson on the stage of Greg Laurie's church, right? Like, Oh, just like, he's like, Hey, let me invite you in here. You sure. You said a few naughty words, but so just like my last name is Chan, and I can say that Asians are racist, I'm also Christians, and I can say that Christians are fucked up right okay. now. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it feels it feels like that's like one of those, like, we're in that right now. Chan, be best, okay? <laughs> Melania, put on a, Melania put on a wonderful event for all the evangelical leaders, and they're there to pray for them. Be best. Be best. It, it, it does. It, it feels insane to me that a group of people who who believe any of the words of Jesus and have supposedly read any of what he did while here think <laughs> yes think, think that it's think that like the mode the think that the mode of po- the, the, of Christian religion is to disenfranchise people more yeah like take the miracles out of it. Like maybe like like let's say you don't believe any like yeah. don't believe anything about Jesus except for the fact that he was a dude that walked on the earth. Yeah. Right? Like you don't even have to be a Christian to believe that like maybe that's a thing that happened. Yeah. Right? So like take the miracles out of it because like, you know, those don't those aren't gonna happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like his whole thing was just reaching out to the disenfranchised and being like, Hey, I wanna restore some dignity to you. Right. That's, and it's not even in a, like, in a sort of self, uh, yeah. That's what every single story, every single, like, the woman at the well, the healing of the blind man at the, in the temple. The, the bleeding p- woman. woman who, who gave, like, only a little bit and how the Pharisees reacted. The bleeding woman, the woman who touched his garment, like, raising the little girl from the dead. Every all single, all of these stories go back to him interacting with disenfranchised, mainly um, people that were cultural, cultural outsiders Outcasts. and saying, Hey, like there's a place in the kingdom or whatever for you. Like I will wash your feet, you know, <laughs> it's like, so you fast forward a few thousand <laughs> years and they're like, we're little Christs. 
And you're like, oh, cool. So you like wash people's feet and like invite them into your homes. And it's like, nah, nah. No, no, no. We do rallies and we throw piss at them. Yeah, yeah. No, be best. Uh, cool, 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 cool. Man, that's, yeah. Her emails, Chan. <laughs> Her emails. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dude, I have been listening. All I do is listen to podcasts now. <laughs> I of have course, been... that's why ours is so good. <laughs> I've been listening. I, they so the, their first run of this of this podcast was covering um, like what happened. It's basically a podcast about Watergate mm. and about what happened and what led up to it. So everybody, like I had people recommend it to me that are like they're like hardcore Democrats, you know, and 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 just like oh you got to listen to this thing. It's so insane and obviously so parallel to like what's happening right now. And, da, da, da. and you're like wow cool. Like and honestly, it was phenomenal. It is so meticulously like research, and they have like awesome. audio clips and just like what's it telling. Called? Um, it's called Slow Burn. <laughs> okay. So and they and they said this is a slow burn. You know, um, a podcast about Watergate. Well. They finish the story, and I'm, I'm like, okay, this is kind of a one-run, like sort of like serial, right? Like yeah. a one-run thing. They came back, and they're like, okay, like we broke for it, like I think like a year, and did another set of like meticulous research and stuff, and are now telling the story of Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Wow. And all, so there is so much to this. I thought it was just, I don't know, I just don't remember much. But I was like a kid. You're I just a kid, remember yeah. like, oh, I guess the president like had an affair and da da da. How da. long ago was that? Dude, I don't know. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, we had eight 90s? years of Obama. 90s. Uh, we I, had eight years of Bush. Yeah. So that's 16 years right there. Two yeah. years of, um, of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so 18 years. Yeah. He left office 18 years ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Holy right the, shit. Yeah. So how that whole thing came to be. Um, is incredible. It just has it's it, it's way more of an interesting story than you you could think of. This has been such a bit or such a such an ad for <laughs> for that. But but brought to you by Silver. Yeah, but I love that at the same group of people that were like researching and showing like this you know this corrupt you know Republican president are like and now the Democrats <laughs> and you're like oh my gosh I just thought of it because I you know the joke about every time you talk you say oh butter emails you know it's like. I just, how I feel about the Clintons is rapidly changing with every episode <laughs> of this show. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is this is some crazy stuff, you know? It's does really it, interesting. Does it feel kind of House of Cardsy? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And in their case, like, there's a few different people that did actually die from like suicides and stuff. Um, that were like connected with them and you know they don't get into this at all they don't even insinuate or whatever right because they just they're very kind of factual in a yeah you know, npre sort of way right but it's very easy to like draw strings and be like did he commit suicide though? <laughs> you know like <laughs> oh my gosh you know it, it's pretty wild it's pretty wild that's amazing i didn't realize that that that, that by the time by the time he was in office he was already embroiled in scandal and that the monica Lewinsky thing was like it was not like a story that broke. I mean, it was a story that broke, but it was like, it was, it could like, have been any it story. Was, well, it was, it was a group like positioning this thing to happen. Oh, um, not, not the affair, but like being very careful about like when and how she broke her story to who she broke it to, mm. how it was characterized, how much contact she had with other, the other women that were also, there were also other like allegations sure. leading up to it. And there was like, it's just really, it's a lot more... Um, I mean, that's definitely like a, a just wild gesticulation, headphones, looking forward marriage. Oh, or, or it is 
in that respect, it is very much like that show. I feel like, uh, uh, house of cards sort of. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I'm, talking, those I'm talking about those are... people that you drive by all the time. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very much. <laughs> oh man, yeah, pretty wild. It's called slow burn. Really good. Slow burn. It's August. August. I started seeing Halloween stuff pop up. Yeah, so of course. August, June, July, August, September, October. So I mean, the way those industries run, though, they just start as soon as the preceding holiday is over. So Fourth of July. Boom. You're Boom. in the... You got to start you, thinking about uh, Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it's just the age old, like, how early are we going to start doing this stuff, you know? Like, yeah, and the answer is you you barely respect the previous holiday, and that's when. Yeah. So you have a seasonal shelf, and it's got to have something on it. Yeah. So 4th of July is done on July 5th. Yep. Happy Halloween. <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel like probably, actually, I take that back. You have a couple weeks of back to school. Oh, Right. Yeah, so you got everything's back to school, and then it's Halloween. Oh, would you get Nelly for back to school day? Because <laughs> you know every day, every freaking holiday is a gift giving holiday now. What's the next holiday that's going to become a gift giving holiday that just does not? Oh, uh... St. Patrick's Day. What are you getting your dad for St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> what are you getting your mom for? Wait, what um... are what are gift giving holidays that shouldn't have been? <sighs> uh... I mean, there's some bullshit ones like like Valentine's Day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Man, I fucking hate Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty I awful. I fucking hate well, it. Well, it's awful as a single person. It's awful as a as a Who's it good for? Person. Who's it good for? I mean, I mean, high school kids that are like allowed to like go to a restaurant by themselves on this one day and mm. pretend that they're like fake married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like before you put the headphones in. Yeah, before, before you start wearing <laughs> AirPods, while you're while while you're betrothed, is like definitely talking to only you. You literally tune them out. Unbelievable. Should we listen to this bird again? Yeah. I am horny. Oh, hey girl. Hey girl. I'm just imagining another bird right next to it with ear ear pods in. Ear pods. <laughs> Not hearing a single thing. Five for me. I like it. Five. See you next week. See you next week.